Hello, and welcome to the Goldsmiths BA Design Podcast. You are listening to a pilot episode for our individual podcast series, in which students from the third year discuss their design practice, as well as their final major project, offering personal understandings of what design is and what it can do. For this pilot episode, we hear from one of our producers, Jack Lowison. Please do follow the channel to hear from more of our year group, but for now, here's the recording. Hi, my name is Jack Lowison. My current project is exploring how uh, gardening can become a common everyday practice in the city, um, specifically related to um, practices of uh, performance as a way to engage communities in new ways of seeing uh, the design of their urban space and incorporating ecological practices uh, like gardening into those urban spaces. Um, and seeing performance in the lens of a practice called eco-scenography, which explores the use of sustainable materials in the creation and the performance itself, um, and exploring how those things live on past the uh, production and how people participate in the making of performance. One object that has informed my process uh, in this project mostly is a book called Performances Research. Um, it basically uh, outlines many artists and designers' projects involving the um, subject, which is performances research, and uh, looks at how the activities that people engage with where they're using their bodies to explore their environment um, is a it can become a, a design tool for exploring deeper narratives around sight and our relationships to one another um, which is something that has become important in this project in terms of designing the performance and exploring the relationship that people have to their environment and specifically to the actions of community gardening um, that gets people involved in that lifestyle. So my practice overall uh, aims to kind of unpick the hidden narratives which may be found in specific objects um, and sites and to try and uncover new forms of knowledge uh, to do with the, the, the social, political impacts that these things have. It usually involves um, filmmaking and performative techniques um, as a way of documentation and research of specific objects and sites, and then also engaging with individuals related to those things through uh, conversation and trying to get into the deeper narratives around people's relationships to one another and how they use and associate to specific objects and sites um, to sort of subvert their traditional political and social impacts. And someone in particular who's been particularly influential um, in my practice overall is a um, scenographer called Tanya Beer, who lives and works in Australia. She uh, has a blog dedicated to her own practice and research into eco-scenography as a sort of up-and-coming contemporary discourse around the ways in which uh, materials can be used more sustainably in theatre making specifically and how the materials can 
educate people about sort of sustainable ways of living and um, give back to communities in some way um, after their use through performance and using those as a and essentially using performance as a lens to um, look at ways that people can actively participate in the creation of something and uh, to not simply be bystanders in the way that their environment operates and is designed. The two most conceptually different projects I'd say that I've done on the design course have probably been um, the hate project and um, the live brief project which were both completed um, in my second year. Um, The hate project was all about um, finding and exploring an object that we really strongly have negative feelings towards. Um, I took the um, leaf blower as a starting point for my hate object. And it, this project, I think, taught me a lot about my own practice interests in terms of unpicking an object and really discovering the, the political and social impacts that that thing has. So I was really interested in the, the sort of the, the leaf blower as, a, as an object which is connected to this representation, this, this false image of what it means to be um, particularly a, a male um, in, a, in a suburban society. Um, and this went into this whole thing of like the the idea of kind of almost designing for the the anti object you know what is the 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 kind of the the thing that the leaf blower represents and how can that be subverted so this idea of the the this lovely term I heard the techno phallus which is all about the the way that a lot of objects are designed for and by men and um, the impacts that has in terms of this sort of fragile masculinity, and um, I essentially I ended up um, taking apart the leaf blower and casting it in different materials to try and shift it away from this aesthetic of being this heavy, you know, black and yellow kind of masculine inverted commas kind of object, and I used. Um, sort of weird and slightly grotesque materials like like um silicon rubber and wax and and sand um and i took these things to a working men's club and basically held a mini sort of in uh, exhibition of these things and got people to kind of feedback on what their immediate reactions to these objects were and we developed discussions around why those objects meant the things they did for certain people that contrasted a lot I'd say conceptually to the live brief which was um, where we were given a task um, from people in industry to design something for them. Um, We were tasked with um, trying to find the non-user for the British Library by the architecture company uh, and that was far more kind of gauged towards looking at trying to identify a user and what that meant and um, we ended up kind of creating a workshop intervention um, for the library, which was trying to educate people about the specific uh, rules of the of the library and um, almost sort of playing with the idea that objects could be created uh, that actually taught people 
in a kind of um, training course kind of exercise about the very careful precision that the library puts in place. Um, yeah, so I'd say those two were, were very kind of contrasting in their sort of aims to one to sort of undermine a particular object and the other to almost try and give people an insight into the world of of what it means to be a, a British library user. One time I um, surprised myself um, most was probably when we were tasked with trying to go out and meet people um, in industry, which would hopefully um, build our network for um, getting work placements and, and working with professionals. Um, I went through a time um, where I sort of really learned a lot about myself in terms of, I, I think I really value kind of actually going out and meeting people. And I found that the most successful meetings I had with people where I would get um, work with them was actually by not, not sending loads of emails out to people, but to actually go and, and, and talk to them and, and really kind of um, engage with their interests. And I was really happy to find that there's so many people who can really kind of associate with what you're trying to say and you explain your, your work to them and their, and your process. And they, they really kind of, kind of understand you when you're having a chat over a, a coffee or something like that. Um, yeah, so I was very surprised myself in terms of my, just my, I, I found this willingness in myself to want to just go up to certain people um, and then to actually just get to know people. One thing I enjoy doing outside of uh, university is um, acting. So I have often found opportunities to be part of, of small scale um, performances. Um, I particularly enjoy this because I'm someone who really kind of, I like to be active and I like to find um, new ways of exploring my position in relation to space and other people and to develop character. Um, and that plays into my work in a big way as well, becomes someone else for a little bit. And I think that feeds into my particular practice a lot where I'm sort of uh, needing to, to, to research with other people or get them involved in something and you end up kind of creating a world for them. Um, to engage with what you're trying to say. If I wasn't doing design, I would probably have gone into history. I, I particularly enjoyed history um, when I was in school. And I think, again, it's been really influential in terms of I've got a real interest in the the way societies are built and the, and the way culture is constructed and um, the way that architectures evolve and, and societies evolve and fall and rise again. There's a kind of excitement that I still get um, even through my design process now where I'm kind of um, I'm picking all those hidden histories of things and spaces. And you can find some really rich kind of information that you can use then for your own work. So one skill I think I'd really like to learn is probably um, spinning my own yarn. Uh, I'd like to be able to create um, fabrics from sustainable materials like um, organic matter, like plants and like um, projects I've seen which have used um, materials like hair and dust and uh, and stone as well to create their own materials for um, weaving and, and making garments. 
Um, I think that they, that sort of process is really interesting to then apply to the theatre making process and to actually have people interact with those materials through the, the creation of the performance. I think after graduation, I uh, eventually aspire to go into um, creative direction um, for theatre and then also exploring um, production design for film and television as well and to not only learn more about how those uh, industries work currently but um, to find out ways that those processes um, can be can become more participatory because currently I find that they're very enclosed and, and very wasteful kind of industries so I'd like to be able to uh, yeah eventually take a, a lead in organizing the way those systems work and finding other ways to to make them with more transparency and with more collaboration thank you very much for listening